0: Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. On this edition of The Intersection, there's more material from the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando. First up, from the ministry of From His Heart, Pastor Jeff Shreve of First Baptist Church of Texarkana, Texas provides insight and encouragement regarding walking in the truth of God's Word. Also at NRB, with some Christ-inspired analysis of what is occurring in our world, Pastor Jim Garlow and his wife Rosemary of the ministry Well-Versed highlight some areas in which God is powerfully working. And on this edition of The Intersection, it's Susan Henson of Compassionate Hope bringing awareness of how that ministry provides practical help and spiritual hope in Christ for young ladies who have been rescued from being trafficked. Learn more from NRB ahead. Finally, Bill and Pam Farrell at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, while sharing about the differences between men and women, encouraged couples to allow God to work through those differences for His glory. You'll be hearing from that conversation ahead. This is The Intersection, of production of The Meeting House, and I'm Bob Crittenden. Jeff Shreve is senior pastor of First Baptist Church of Texarkana, Texas, and heard on the radio program from his heart. At the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention, he shared insight regarding what it looks like for Christians to be, as the book of Jude suggests, contending for the faith, walking in the truth of Scripture. Here
1: now are comments from Jeff Shreve. We have to stand up and fight, and Bob, as you know, uh, a lot of pastors aren't doing that. They don't want to touch controversial topics, and they buy into this, well, we don't need to be political. Well, there's morality attached to the politics of today, with abortion, with the transgender issue, with homosexuality, with gay marriage, all that stuff. Well, those are those are biblical issues that we have to stand up and say, thus says the Lord. This is this is what the Scripture says, and we follow Him. Jeff Shreve joining us
0: today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio, senior pastor of First Baptist Church of Texarkana, Texas. He is heard on From His Heart weekday afternoons at 2.30 here on Faith Radio. And have the opportunity to give you the face-to-face welcome to the Ministry of Faith Radio as we added from our heart from his heart to our programming lineup, but a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. as I recall it. So we're glad to have you on weekday afternoons at at two thirty. So we're, we're talking about contending for the faith, contending for the truth. So to me, my perception, that's something that is a big part. Of the ministry, right, uh, from his heart.
1: Yeah, so I tell people this uh, often, Bob. So I'm, I'm kind of wired. Probably more like John the Baptist and John the Apostle. So, I, you know, John the Baptist, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, you hear this terminology today about we need to be nuanced and, and gentle and all this stuff. I'm, I'm built like a sledgehammer. So <laughs> I want people to, they may they may come to my church and say, well, I don't agree with you, Jeff, but they're not going to wonder what, I'm, what I believe in or, or what the church believes in because I'm going to make that crystal clear.
0: Right. So tell me about... What's some of the topics that you found yourself really dealing with? And, and I know that the material and From His Heart is taken from your sermons right. at First Baptist Texarkana. So mm-hmm. what are some of the areas that you've been addressing here as of late? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I've been addressing the transgender issue a lot. Um, I, I don't necessarily do a whole sermon on it, but uh-huh. I'll bring it in as an illustration of things. Uh, I am constantly going back to Romans 1, 18 through 32, because I think, I think we're living in that reprobate mind, as we shared before we got on the air, um, to even have these discussions about men becoming women and using women's locker rooms and women's dressing rooms and bathrooms that's just ludicrous if you had told somebody that 30 years ago they would have thought you i mean you are mentally deranged if you think like that and now people are making the case for the supreme court justice uh, justice brown what is a woman give me the definition of a woman i can't do that i'm not a biologist well good night my seven-year-old (laughs) granddaughter is not a biologist either she can give you a definition
0: right and and when we look at that and it, it seems to me the role of the church someone would could say well you know if someone if someone is far out enough to think that he as a male could become a woman or vice versa a woman thinks he or thinks she can become a man mm-hmm. so that's their prerogative someone's even said you know whatever someone does in the, their bedroom that's their business addressing the homosexual issue, or if a woman wants to terminate the life of her unborn child, well, that's your decision Mm -hmm. to make, almost like a live and let live sort of philosophy. Society-wide, what responsibility do you think that the church has played in allowing some of these trends that we're so concerned about Mm -hmm. these days to really take hold?
1: Well, I think that, uh, you know, the church's responsibility is to be a watchman on the wall. And Christians, just in general, uh, Ezekiel, hey, I've called you to be a watchman on the wall. We need to sound the alarm because as the scripture says it's on account of these things that the wrath of god will come and so i i feel like we're living in the days of noah and noah was a preacher of righteousness and noah was letting people know judgment is coming but there is salvation in this in this ark if you enter in. And there's room on the ark for you. You know, we sing that song, there's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. And so I believe that in, in these last days in which we're living, our job as a Christian is to be His witness, and to point the way and to tell people, hey, you're living in sin and that's going to bring the judgment of God, but there is an ark of safety, the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you'll turn from sin and turn to him, he'll save you and rescue you. And that's our, that's our assignment from the King of Kings.
0: Jeff Shreve here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to fromhisheart.org next on this edition of the intersection podcast the co-founders of the ministry of well versed jim Garlow, heard on the radio feature the Garlow perspective and his wife rosemary schindler garlow at the 2023 national religious broadcasters convention in orlando shared their observations of how god is at work including through the asbury outpouring and the 75th anniversary of the modern day nation of israel here now from that conversation are Jim and Rosemary Garlow.
2: I guess the best way, I know this sounds so trite, but I described it the same way quite a few of my buddies went. After they went, I watched what they would write. And they say, we don't know what to say except we're in the presence of God. And I don't know any way to explain it. I, I, as I was sitting there, I thought, what what is happening here? And I here's what I, I honestly, this went through my mind, I felt like... That once a year when the high priest was invited into the Holy of Holies, I felt like here we were, 1,500 people in the Holy of Holies. I thought, this must be what it felt like. Another I, I, thought within my mind was, you know, I've heard we get to heaven, we can maybe worship the Lord for a million years. And I always thought, well, I don't, I don't want to be in heaven in an eternal church service. That doesn't even sound exciting to me. But when that, you, worship, that worship service there, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, I thought, I still want this to ever end. I did not want to leave. And we were there nine hours and could already leave. Wow. Jim and
0: Rosemary Garlow joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio. They are the co-founders of Well Versed, which is a, a ministry of equipping and encouragement. And they are joining us here at NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention 2023 in Orlando. Well, let's shift now. We've talked about the Asbury revival a little bit. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot there. I did want to spend some time on what's going on in Israel because I know that the two of you have been to Israel recently. Israel is something very special to the two of you. 75th anniversary of the modern day nation of Israel. It was interesting. I was having this conversation with Joel Rosenberg recently, and uh, he he and I were talking, he was in Israel, we were talking about what was going on and the original series of events in 1948, and we were talking about how, you know, basically it was declared that Israel would be a nation, and then all of the neighbors basically invaded. And it didn't take very long at all, but God continued to uphold the nation of Israel through, through attacks, through hostility, through opposition on the world stage. I mean, the fact is, it was an amazing gathering that took place in 1948. And the sustenance of Israel until this very day has been, again, a testimony to the hand of God. Rosemary, let me ask you what you have seen. Why is Israel important to you? And what's the significance of this 25th anniversary?
3: it's important because it's important to God. It's the yes. place where he put his name, his presence forever, the city he's chosen to always dwell in, where he's coming to reign for a thousand years as our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we are very close, we feel, to this occurring. And so as we as we move in, as we hone in to prophetic fulfillment, we see just such a drawing in the hearts of people to want to now make this pilgrimage when it's never been more easy um, than in all of history to come to jerusalem to come to the place where god himself made covenant with us for our salvation and it is such an honor and a privilege the 75th anniversary is the diamond anniversary it's a real jewel mm. and we know the jewish people and israel is a treasure for the whole world and as israel has peace and safety so does the entire globe in fact we were there just a few weeks ago and war was declared it lasted for a few days but then we didn't even we didn't feel any of the effects of it but we toured safely and successfully with our group, and um, people felt that they will never be the same, that they entered a dimension of spiritual relationship with the Lord that will be a treasure for them forever.
0: Jim and Rosemary Garlow from NRB 2023 here on The Intersection. You can learn more about their ministry by going to wellversedworld.org. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can find out more by going to meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. Through The Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center. That's the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on The Intersection Podcast and The Meeting House radio program. You can also find links to the Intersection podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its own Apple podcast feed. Plus, you can find a link to video content to the Faith Radio YouTube channel, where there's recently uploaded video content from the NRB convention in Orlando. Plus, through the Meeting House homepage, you can find links to two blogs. One is the three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also the front room, with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Conversations from The Meeting House program can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. Search for Faith Radio podcast when you visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and other podcast platforms. Next on this edition of The Intersection, co-founder of the Ministry of Compassionate Hope, Susan Henson, at the 2023 NRB Convention in Orlando, discussed the background and concept of the ministry, which provides hope in Christ and homes for children who have been or could be trafficked or persecuted. She and her husband, Al, co-founder of the ministry, have written the book, Breaking Invisible Chains, True Stories of Persecution, Trafficking, and God's Transforming Hope. Here now from that conversation is Susan Henson.
4: Normally, on on most cases in the Philippines, we're not the ones doing the rescue. Mm -hmm. We are the only licensed facility in all the Philippines that will take in sibling groups. So we're the aftercare, we're the long-term, we're gonna be the family. But we have partners that will go in and do the rescue. And we we partner with IJM, International Justice Mission. Mm -hmm. They fight these cases. Now we won't be showing their pictures of the children in the Philippines because their cases are still pending Mm -hmm. and they're horrific. We do have a, a guard at our, our gate 24-7 because these cases are very severe. And these children coming in are so traumatized. But we, we do have partners that will come in and rescue these children. But the last story in our book, A Breaking Invisible Chains, is a story about a little girl named Ellie. And she was trafficked by her mother and her aunt um, from the age 9 to 14 and the first time it happened, she was at her aunt's house, and she woke her up at two o'clock in the morning. And she said, "Ellie, wake up! Hmm. I I want you to meet my friend, and he wants you to do a show for him." She's nine years old. She has no idea what is happening. And so when she get when she's two hours later, she's you know, t- she's told to go back to bed, and she's just crying. And she said, that night changed me. And she said, from that moment on, every night I put on this dark mask to cover my dark soul. And in the daytime, I had to go to school, so I had to put on this smile, I'm okay, Ellie, mask. Mm. But um, if you don't mind, I would love to read a poem. I wrote her story uh, from her healing journal. And she is just an incredible young lady now. But she wrote a story. Um, she was almost at the point of, of actually suicide mm. because of what was all going on in her soul. And, and this was the poem she wrote just before mm-hmm. we were able to rescue her. And this is what she wrote just before the poem. She said, I wrote a poem from the words that ran through my mind and heart over and over every night. And here's the poem. It's called Rescue Me. Hmm. Rescue me, help me. Monsters are chasing, can't you see? Monsters are whispering, can't you hear? Monsters are shouting, you're nothing. Can't you feel my pain? Monsters are pushing, end it all, just jump. Can't you hear all the whys I'm asking? Monsters are laughing, ha ha ha. You're all alone in this darkness. Can someone please rescue me? Mm. And this is the poem she wrote just before she was rescued into our homes of hope. And she thought at first... If maybe these are going to be monsters too she didn't know who we were yeah. but she soon found out the love that was poured into her allowed her to open up her heart to my daughter-in-law and she shared her own healing story and then it said she said that glorious day God came in and rescued me rescued me from my sin and my shame and my pain praise the Lord and He rescued Mm. me from all this and gave me a brand new life and a brand new name.
0: That was Susan Henson from Compassionate Hope here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to CompassionateHope.org. Finally, on this edition of The Intersection podcast, the co-authors of the book, Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti, Understanding and Delighting in Your Differences, Expanded Anniversary Edition, Bill and Pam Farrell, at the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, shared about lessons and principles they have learned and how God will use differences between spouses for His glory and a better marriage. Here now from that NRB conversation are Bill and Pam
5: Farrell.
6: God encourages us to cooperate together and team up rather than fight each other. Mm.
5: Right, And the chapters in the book are all about how we approach life differently. So we communicate differently. We relieve stress differently. We tend to problem solve differently. We approach parenting a little bit differently. We romance differently. And so when you learn to serve one another, which... The, the modern way of saying that is we take turns meeting each other's needs. But when you when you serve one another, everybody's needs get met, and the entire family operates better.
6: Right. And so the, um, the premise in the book is really based on all the one-anothers in mm. the Bible. Serve one another, accept one another, love one another, forgive one another. There's a lot of good advice God has for marriage.
5: And, Bob, I've met a lot of men who... They didn't realize at the time, but when they got married, they thought they were marrying a a buddy that looked way better than all his guy friends. And then he got married and realized, I married a woman, and she operates differently. And so as
0: you appreciate those differences and you talk about the one another's, and that's not something that, I mean, it does take time to learn to, to love one another and to love one another in the lord and to build a strong marriage not an overnight thing and so tell me what you see as perhaps the way to get there you know right. we we know god if you know if god has called a married couple together and we see the purpose for marriage the ordination of marriage in genesis chapter 2 yep. but there is a process So tell me just a bit about how people can actually apply God's Word to really build a strong marriage where these differences become something that enhance the marriage rather than tear it down.
6: Right, right. I think that's where we start with uh, the Bible tells us to accept one another, and that will bring the praise of God into your uh, home. And so to do that, you kind of have to understand how God created uh, the male and female brain, uh, so you could value and appreciate it. So if you look at the way God wired men...
5: like the way, the way a typical man processes information in life looks like the top of a waffle. It's a bunch of boxes. All those boxes are separated from another by walls. And the way we as men operate is the first issue in life goes in the first box, second issue goes in the second box, third issue goes in the third box, and so on. And we as men, we spend time in one box at a time in one box only. And because of that single focus that we naturally have, we're problem solvers by nature. We like to go into a box, figure out what the problem is, assign a solution, and then move on. And if we get to a box and we don't, we see the problem, but we don't know what the solution is, we will just move on. And for part of life, this is really valuable. Like there are some things in the family life that need that single focus that men bring. The workplace needs that single focus. The church, the community all need that single focus. But it does create some tension in our important relationships because our wives do not process the same way we do. Mm. No,
6: like the way God wired uh, a woman's brain, there's actually more connections in between the two hemispheres. And so if you look at the way a woman's mind works, it looks like um, a one noodle uh, laying on <laughs> top of a plate of noodles. And if you follow that one noodle around, it looks like it touches pretty much every other noodle on the plate. And that's the way we women process life, is we travel through life making emotional connections to the people and things that matter most to us. So by nature, we're really awesome at um, multiple. Multitasking, or sometimes called toggle tasking, jumping from thing to thing mm-hmm, to thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can be listening to your wonderful show. We're talking to a friend on the on, a, on the phone. We're like, oh, you need to listen to Bob. He has some great guests. <laughs> At the same time, we're writing down our Christmas care, uh, list and our grocery list. Where our six kids, we're telling the kids in sign language to quit fighting, catch them on the phone. We've got a load in the washer, a load in the dryer. We're cooking dinner, we're, uh, and we open and shut the oven door with our foot. We're like amazing multitaskers.
0: What's Bill doing during that time? <laughs>
5: And when, well, when Romans fifteen seven says, Accept one another just as Christ accepted you, it doesn't mean that you put up with the things you don't like. Like a lot of men, when, when their wives are multitasking and they're talking about this subject and then that subject and then this one, like men kind of glaze over and they're like, What is going on here? And, and we will try to change our wives so they make more sense to us. And when you do that, you're actually fighting against God's design because there are some things in, in life that work better through multitasking. Like everything in our family that needed Pam to multitask. the
6: schedules, <laughs> the many, many schedules.
5: <laughs> yeah, because I, I would have shut our, our schedules down. I would have limited everybody. And Pam had the ability to make opportunity for everybody. So learning to value the differences that your spouse brings is what acceptance is all about. Bill and Pam Farrell here on The
0: Intersection. You can find them online through the ministry website love-wise.com. We are nearing the conclusion of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more through meetinghouseonline.info or the programming section at faithradio.org. When you visit that homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center where you can listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on The Intersection Podcast as well as the Meeting House radio program. You can also find links to the intersection to the Media Center, as well as the Apple Podcast feed. You can also find a link to video content through the Faith Radio YouTube channel. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info. Or you can go there through the programming section at faithradio.org. Well, thanks for joining me for this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.